Hey everyone, this is Shay with the Kinisher Audio Experience. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode five. The theme for this episode is the nature of panic attacks. How do panic attacks actually work? Well, panic is mediated by a part of the brain called the periaqueductal gray, or the PAG for short. And this is the final pathway in the central nervous system for the major psychological and somatic or bodily processes of a panic attack or symptoms. And interestingly, the PAG is rich in serotonin receptors, um, specifically 5-HT1A receptors and I believe 5-HT2A receptors, um, which are inhibitory in the PAG, so they slow down the activity of the nerve cells in that area of the brain. And the PAG receives uh, input from the dorsal raphe, which is the, the core center of serotonin production in the brain. And the serotonin gets essentially uh, transmitted outward um, into all other different areas of the brain um, from the raphe. So the projections go from there to the PAG, specifically in this case. Um, and when, when serotonin function is low, the PAG is more easily activated. And therefore, panic disorder has an intimate relationship with serotonin. And of course, um, antidepressants, serotonergic drugs, um, like SSRIs, but older drugs too, um, have been used for a long time for panic. And actually, panic specifically is one of the areas where they're most successful, um, even when other subcategories of anxiety or even depression aren't well treated. Panic is oftentimes uh, more responsive. Um, I think there's some, some research out there showing that... Uh, that panic is, is pretty responsive to uh, serotonergic agents. Um, but uh, well, just anecdotally, you can ask anyone with a panic disorder who has actually been helped by serotonergic agents. It um, can make it basically harder to have a panic attack. Um, personally, I've had panic disorder, so I know what it's like. And I know what it's like when... Uh, my serotonin is uh, lower or higher um, in relation to panic specifically because after intervening on that system, I could tell very, very obviously and noticeably that in a situation that would have otherwise provoke, provoked my panic, I could feel it being stimulated, but there, it was almost like there was a larger buffer on it there was like a break on it uh, my heart wouldn't beat as fast i wouldn't get as nervous um so i knew something was actually working there to slow things down and so because of those serotonin receptors in the pack um they're inhibitory there like i mentioned before and they create a higher threshold <clears throat> for panic attacks to occur so it would take more for a panic uh, attack to uh, to come on, as as I just described from in in my own experience.
um, so you can get a sense of having more resilience and, and being less easily worked into full-blown panic. Um, and as an important side note, panic is different from anxiety, and there's a lot of research um, in neuroscience and psychology and psychiatry now that shows that there's basically a d distinction between what you also might call fear and anxiety. So panic is more like a fear response and um, anxiety is, is something different. And um, panic is basically fear of an immediate threat and it's characterized by fight, flight, and freeze behavior. So you might have heard of uh, fight or flight um, where you either have to fight or flight uh, flee or run away from a predator or danger. There's also freeze put in there because sometimes you you can't fight it and you can't run away, um, but you could freeze and hopefully and hope that it doesn't see you. See you. Um, another quick anecdotal side note of mine: I've been camping before and we thought that there was a bear outside of the tent. We weren't sure, but we couldn't be sure, and it was very close to us, <clears throat> and we didn't have any protection in terms of weapons or anything to you know ward off this bear if it were to come after us so we had my friend and I both woke up in the tent in the middle of the night and we weren't by any other people and there's the middle of kind of a uh, sort of isolated area out in the woods where there are bears and um, we literally froze so much that they, you could barely hear us breathing and it was just a natural response so anyway so panic is that immediate kind of fight flight freeze behavior is a very kind of ancient older behavior um evolutionarily and the pag is kind of an older part of the brain um with direct connections to other areas in the brain stem that um control the uh the peripheral nervous system and um anxiety on the other hand is more about apprehension and avoidance of a potential threat so it's not when something is necessarily um immediate but it has more to do with the cognitive and the thinking part of uh, avoiding anything, any uh, future harms. So um, more about worrying and obsessing and things like that. That's anxiety. When you're in a panic, you have no time to, uh, to uh, worry about what could happen in the future. You're just frightened then and there. So these two are based on different brain systems, um, but, but even psychiatry and mental health um, as a field and profession uh, still mix these up. Um, and it's kind of evidenced by the fact that panic disorder is classified as an anxiety disorder. Um, but that whole class of anxiety disorders really uh, can be broken down into different separate pieces with different uh, mechanisms of action. And uh, another way that another bit of evidence for this is the fact that drugs that activate serotonin function can relieve panic, um, while drugs like benzodiazepines, on the other hand, which act on GABA, a different neurotransmitter, they actually do a lot more for anxiety, um, but they seem to have little effect on panic itself. Um, and they're they can even be, uh, they can even not necessarily promote panic, but sort of disinhibit panic attacks. So they work kind of opposing uh, one another. So to really kind of throw a, a screw into everything, 
to this distinction, um, there is good reason to think that anxiety versus panic or fear systems in the brain counteract each other. Um, so not only are they different, but they actually can be opposing. And uh, this is because when a threat is immediate, as in panic slash fear, it's, it's the panic system that needs to be on and to fully simulate the certain behaviors or subserve those behaviors, such as fight, flight, freeze, or just to do something immediate. Whereas, again, anxiety, on the other hand, is all about avoidance and apprehension and worry and being inhibited uh, in relation to potential threats. So if you're watching out for some potential danger or predator, um, that part of the brain may be active and it may actually be inhibiting the panic fear center. Like, okay, don't act yet. Let's wait and see what happens. And then when it's time to really react, they can flip the other direction. No time to think or worry. It's time for, for fear now. So different brain systems, therefore different neurotransmitter systems and different effects from drugs. And um, yeah, that's basically how panic fits into the larger scheme of uh, anxiety and fear and a little bit about how it works. So I hope that was interesting. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please like, comment, share, subscribe. I look forward to your feedback. And this is Shay with the Kenisher Audio Experience signing out. Peace.